Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here good we morning. Are. Here we are in uh, April talking about the covenant. And uh, uh, as uh, people are probably noticing that there's a, a slightly different background for me, uh, <laughs> middle, middle of a snowstorm in uh, Colorado. And a uh, couple things. One is that uh, I've got satellite uh, internet. And of course, the satellite has snow on it. So uh, I've had to go brush it off a couple of times. But even during our, our uh, <laughs> recording, a couple of times it kind of goes blank or stops for a second. So uh, if you just be if, patient and gracious with if, us, if right? You're, <laughs> if you're watching this and have seen, like, what happened? Well, that's what happened. Uh, and then my wife, you know, I'm married to Lucy Ricardo, had to get something out of her closet, and that was her brother. And she goes behind me. We, we were taping a guest, uh, Chris and Jacqueline Hoover. <laughs> and uh, uh, he, he thought he was out of the picture, but he's crawling ag- along the floor. So, uh, Yeah, if you didn't listen to Chris and Jacqueline's episode, you yeah. should go back and watch that and, and watch it on the YouTube so that you get to see the comic key, yeah. the com- the comedy act comedy. of Linda and her brother yeah. <laughs> back behind us they're getting uh stuff to go outside with the snow um <laughs> and then um you know we're talking about abundance and um uh God says that uh blessing uh which is what he defines it as as um I'm going to I'm going to thrill your heart uh I'm going to give you excitement um I'm going to have you experience the fullness of life in all respects all the time if you have a heart to go so we we try to redefine this issue of abundance because americans particularly uh uh we look at abundance as just more stuff uh right and and wealthy and, and ability to have it and it, it includes it includes financial freedom and provision uh for sure and it can be wealth uh it's not a matter of how much it's about stewardship and the joy yes. of it. I know a lot of people who have a lot of wealth, uh, but they're not enjoying it. Um, and it actually right. oppresses them because they haven't learned mm-hmm. to live in abundance. And holds them captive often. Holds them captive, yeah. uh, partly because they're not being led by God. And so they are trying to to take care of stuff themselves, and everything becomes a burden to them. Uh, and by the way, the uh, interesting about uh, wealth is as people receive it, they never want to lose it. <laughs> so, right, uh, right. Uh, and it was uh, uh, it was a great quote from uh, Rockefeller, who was Standard Oil. You know, he was he would be considered equivalent to the Bill Gates of this uh, life. You know, billionaire mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. And uh, somebody asked him, "Well, how much do you want?" And he said, "A little mm-hmm. bit, a little bit more." A little bit more. <laughs> a little bit, little bit more. Uh, and so it's about protection and all that. But abundance is really a much broader term of uh, let me have you ex- uh, be uh, thrilled to live the fullness of all that I want to do in all respects. Um, and we just experienced it. Uh, we we had uh, Jacqueline, Kathy, and you, and you, uh, or excuse me, uh, Jacqueline and Chris, and 
Uh, you should go back. It's Thursday on the twenty uh, fourth uh, of April or twenty fourth, I think, of, of March. Of March. March. Mm -hmm. uh, but they they tell this wonderful story of uh, mm -hmm. adoption and the uh, the time between promise and fulfillment and the disappointments that happen in between uh, that in between right. time in between time uh, yeah. and and the growth also that happens the in the in had. between uh, yeah and so we're you know we're finishing up uh, and Kathy God did something for you uh that was kind of cool and, and and this is this is how i would uh help people understand what abundance looks like so you know maybe you could share a little bit mm -hmm. about what what happened with you right when we're finishing up yeah so literally i had just made the comment as we were closing just how beautiful it was for them to share um so authentically about living in that liminal space between now and what is promised and and they share so well the pain yet also how he ministered to them how he was growing them and preparing them both physically and spiritually in their hearts for the midst of it and so we're talking about that place that gap between now and when the promise comes through and you called and, that, you, um, called that as, you called it liminal space um liminal space yeah yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's the time um, between uh receiving a promise and the fulfillment mm -hmm. of the promise and particularly yes uh, when it's lengthy, uh, mm -hmm. and it looks like on circumstantially that not only is it not going to be, it's given, not happening, but it's actually going, it's like it's going opposite of that. Um, right. And, I, right. And, I, and we shared a little bit about, uh, you know, David who was, remember he was anointed as King. He understood himself mm -hmm. to be King. You're, you're going to be King. <laughs> and he winds up getting chased around by Saul to kill him. And he winds up in a cave. Right. Uh, and actually, you can you can go uh, read Psalm 142. It's a it's a pretty good uh, description of that liminal space because he was kind of discouraged mm. and said, "Hey, right? I thought you said what happened? How how am I in a cave with nobody around me? And I thought it was right. gonna be, I thought it was going to be king. Not only am I not normal, and are your promises true? Are, are yeah. your promises really true? So that when when Kathy says yeah. liminal space. That's that period in between, which, by the way, what we mm -hmm. call can go south on you. Circumstances go negative. Uh, it's not happening. Timing mm -hmm. isn't happening. And there's a question of, is it really ever going to happen or should I just give up on it? Right. So you, right. you were you were, uh, so, you were sharing that. So we had just commented on that. Yeah, had just commented on that and had closed up the podcast and we're waiting for our exit bumper to go before we speak or anything. And so I was, I was multitasking as yeah. we're waiting for the exit bumper. I'm scrolling through, cleaning up my email, seeing if there's anything that needs to be addressed. And an email catches my eye. I'm just swiping them to trash and an email catches my eye. And the, the tagline on the email is simply, um, simply like something, something Isaiah 34, 16. And I literally swipe it and Isaiah 34, 16 caught my eye. And God said, no, you were supposed to read that. <laughs> and it wasn't even the email. It was Isaiah 34, 16. And so again, while we're waiting for this to finish, I look up Isaiah 34, 16, and the verse is a verse. It says, look in the scroll of the Lord and read. None of these will be missing. Not one will lack her mate for it is his mouth that has given the order and his promise that will gather them together. And that is literally a promise that God spoke years ago um, over. I, I don't know if I share yeah. who this is over or not. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, sure. Just, okay. So. 
Okay. Um, so over Rich's daughter, Michelle, and he gave me that verse a couple of years ago. It is on an index card on my wall in my prayer closet mm. to pray for her as he leads me. And so for years I have prayed this verse and felt like this was a promise that he has given that, that she will, that he has a mate for her. Mm. And just how sweet that as we spoke about the pain of the liminal space, it's been years. And I know that's her heart's desire and that's y'all's heart's desire for her. And God has spoken promises, you know, both to me kind of being on the outside and to you guys surrounding this and the sweetness of that moment for him to say, do you see that someone living in the liminal space? And I'm reminding you, my promise is true. It is good. I will do what I say I will do. And he just put a big exclamation point on it right there. And that was just, just so sweet. I don't even know how to describe it other than that. No, yeah, it's, it's overwhelming and it's, uh, and see, the abundant life is I'm going to bless you. Uh, and and remember, it's it's way, way, way bigger, and it's way involves more than we think. So that uh, you know, Michelle, obviously, if she when she gets married, she'll be blessed. Um, but that experience blessed us because uh, because what yeah. it says is God oh, says yeah. God says I got this. Uh, I I know. Yeah. I know this is important. Mm-hmm. I know I know I know where that person is. Um, I want to uh, abundantly I'm still in this. <laughs> give you give you my promise, and you can believe mm-hmm. the abundance is coming. You know, trust it. Um, and that's a mm-hmm. that per se is exciting when something like that happens. That uh, by the right. way, God says, by the way, uh, let me give you this little piece of abundance that that we get mm-hmm. to share in. Um, and again, it's. You would look at it as, as, in a sense, not a big deal, but it is a big deal uh, because of how he does it, you know. And and even even right. to, even to you, like you were going to just just delete it, and he said, "No, look at the verse." Uh, right. I mean, it, he he made my eye catch something before I deleted it, just to make sure I read the verse. He was I he did not want me to miss what he was speaking in no, that moment. No, no. So we'll uh, we will pass that on to Michelle, who's in that in that liminal space, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Give her encouragement, uh, and hopefully, uh, maybe she'll go back and uh, watch that uh, Jacqueline and Chris's that will give her encouragement. Uh, right, that is still true, and and give her a laugh as your um, as your brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah she'll, the floor. she'll say, she'll say, is that is that is that Lucy Ricardo in the back there? Yeah, yeah, that's that's Lucy. Um, well, as we talk about abundance, uh, last time we talked through Deuteronomy twenty-eight. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. promises of abundance, and he gets into the detail of it. Let's let's look at another one. It's a very similar list, but it's slightly different. Go to uh, Leviticus uh, 26, okay. uh, 1 through uh, 13. Leviticus 26, 1 to 13. Sure. You shall not make idols for yourselves or erect an image or pillar, and you shall not set up a figured stone in your land to bow down to it. For I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them, then I will give you your rains in their season and the land shall yield its increase and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last to the time of the great harvest and the great harvest shall last to the time of the sowing. And you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely. I will give you peace in the land and you shall lie down and none shall make you afraid. And I will remove harmful beasts from the land and the sword shall not go through your land. You shall chase your enemies and they shall fall before you by the sword. 
five of you shall chase a hundred and a hundred of you shall chase 10,000 and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I will turn to you and make you fruitful and multiply you and will confirm my covenant with you. You shall eat old store long kept and you shall clear out the old to make way for the new. I will make my dwelling among you and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you and will be your God and you shall be my people. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that you should not be their slaves. And I have broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk erect. Yeah. Um, so in the middle of that, uh, he says that, um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to look on you favorably. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and we got to remember who <laughs> who's looking on us favorably. Um, it's not like, right. yeah, I see. Ya, um, and I mm -hmm. and I, I like you. It's. Um, it's I can deliver favor right. uh, to you mm -hmm. and my heart. And this is this is what's so cr crucial and so significant is it's personal. And God's saying, I'm looking on you favorably. Um, I'm going to I'm going to uh -huh. multiply you. I'm going to bless you. And he says, uh, I'm going to confirm my covenant with you. Okay, mm -hmm. now we go back to the simplicity of that and that God says, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I'm going to bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Um, and think about confirmation. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're going to, and you just, you just actually shared a little story of what God said. I'm confirming a promise that I'm giving, you know, uh, I'm having you receive it. You're going to share right. it, share it with Rich, and then we're going to share it with Michelle. And God's mm -hmm. confirming, yep, 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 it's going to happen. And then ultimately it will yeah. happen, which will be the, the, the final confirmation of it. So that, you know, when, when we talked about Chris and Jacqueline uh, that shared their story, um, they had to walk in that place where you said you were going to deliver the covenant, but I haven't received oh. it yet. He said, I'm right. going to. I'm and it sure to. doesn't look like it's coming. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. And then all of a sudden, I confirmed it, God speaking, with deliverance mm -hmm. of what, what I said. Uh, yes. And so when he says, I'm going to confirm my covenant, um, it's, it, it happens in reality. Um, mm -hmm. If we were told, God has all these fantastic promises, but eh, you probably won't experience them. Uh, or maybe a couple. Yeah. Uh, well, then there's no confirmation of the covenant, then really that's set aside. And it's like, right. well, if you're lucky, you get a few things, but mostly you're not going to. Well, then that's not a covenant. Uh, then God, right. God doesn't stand up to what he says that I am going to bless you to make you a blessing. It's absolute. I, uh, it's my promise to you. My covenant to you is real. And he says, I stand ready to give it to you all the time. Uh, and that's why mm -hmm. anybody... As we, you know, look at uh, even even I can remember this with Chris and Jacqueline because we were walking it through that where they were, yeah, and they shared a little bit about it, but they got discouraged as you can imagine. Uh, right. And we right. kept we kept saying, wait a wait a minute, uh, we know. Uh, go back to God, have Him speak to you some more. Uh, we know that He's going to confirm the covenant for you. Absolutely going to happen. Uh, now the timing right. timing's always the issue <laughs> is that mm -hmm. uh, hey well I want it right away uh, and particularly when it didn't happen or even it was kind of given and then not and then taken away it's like wait a minute 
how how is that covenant? Uh, don't worry, I'll get you there. I'll get you there. Uh, so he says, and even coming back, that reminds me back to the Isaiah fifty-five. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Right. He's he's delivering it, but it may not look exactly like what we think in terms of the timeline and everything. Yeah, um, and as he as he spoke that, I'm going to confirm the covenant. Uh, that's interesting enough. That's part of the abundance itself. Is I'm confirming for you. It will happen. Stay with me. It's going to be delivered. My covenant includes encouragement along the way, which is what he just oh, that's kind, of, good. kind of gave you. Uh, Chris and Jacqueline had that encouragement along the way, and, and it was provided right. by people. We were around them and said, we understand, uh, absolutely discouraged. God will still provide it. God will provide it. Let's let's mm -hmm. walk that way, um, and we can, we can provide that abundance. And then he says, um, I'm going to set my tabernacle and dwell with you and the tabernacle was where in the old testament was where uh it was called the the, the sanctuary or the tent of mm -hmm. meeting uh god would be there and would talk to people uh personally mm -hmm. and he says i'm gonna set my tabernacle with you i will be your god you will be my people i'm gonna dwell with you uh and, and it's really significant uh that um uh, you know, you understand that, that uh, it says that um, God is coming to be with you. Uh, okay, now think about that. Why, why would he say that? I am coming to be with you. What does that mean to him? Because he, he could say, well, you got to be with me, which is true. We, we need to walk with him. But he says, actually, what I'm trying to do is come and be with you. It, what, to me, that speaks delight. Like yeah. it really does speak to how he delights to be with us. This is this is his choice to meet us right where we're at. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. and what it says is that um, uh, he he has to deliver the covenant in the kingdom, uh, and he says, mm -hmm. uh, and this is really cool uh, because we look at life and say, well, I haven't been very faithful. I struggle. I don't even know what you're talking about in terms of walking with him and, and discerning his will. Um, we think we have to do a bunch of stuff to get there. Uh, and God says this, the kingdom of God is a step away. It's just right. a step away. Right. I've, I've constantly am coming to where you are and saying, mm -hmm. why don't you now come with me and um, I'll take you where you start. Just step with me into the kingdom and let me deliver the covenant. I'll confirm it for you. Uh, and then you have to be with me and I'm actually pursuing you because why I love you. And I, God says, right. my heart is thrilled to be with you and to deliver the abundance uh, right. of, of life that I want you to experience. That. And by the way, if I do, you'll bear witness and guess what? Other people will say, is that possible for me? And you'll say, yeah, why? Well, because right. it happened and it really happened. Confirmation. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's really, it's really a beautiful statement. Um, and then he says, you know, you'll, you'll be my people. Uh, so abundance mm -hmm. is at the very, very root of it. It's the beautiful relationship and mm -hmm. the privilege of being with God and him being with you that just like you experienced right. right now with, Hey, at the end of that thing, I have something to, to show you why, cause I'm with you and it thrills me to give you that. Well, that, that thrills our hearts. Uh, Absolutely. And, and, we, and we experience the fullness of that. 
like man how mm-hmm. how cool is that uh, that God can deliver that and, and uh, had you do that. And hey, by the way, don't In erase it. In such a it. creative way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, and even getting, I mean, think about getting it to you. Uh, you know, how, right, how, right. Did, how did he even orchestrate that to actually get you that verse? Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't happenstance. It's God says, I got this. I got this. Uh, right. So it's beautiful. Right. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, go, let's add to this. Now go to Deuteronomy 6, uh, 1 through 3. Deuteronomy 6, 1 to 3 is pretty cool. Verse. Now this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son, by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you, and a land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. So the covenant uh, of the abundance is, uh, he makes this interesting statement, is that as you walk with me into the covenant, land of promises, mm-hmm. um, and again, uh, we've kind of described briefly that um, there's a of space between the promise mm-hmm. and the fulfillment of the promise, when what you call liminal space. Right. Uh, like, for example, Joshua and Caleb, when they finally got to go, God said, well, I'm going to give you the promised land. Well, right. they didn't say, okay, great, give it to me. When you get it all done, let me know. God said, well, you right. got to walk with me into it step by mm-hmm. step by step. And it took them like four to five years to occupy the promised land. Uh, they were in that liminal space. And by the way, they had a few situations where like, uh, is this really going to be true? Is this really going to happen? But God says, if uh, you walk with me into it, it will be well with you. Um, And the definition of that word uh, is uh, it'll be pleasing. It'll be spectacular. It'll be delightful. uh, It'll be uh, beautiful. Uh, it'll be fantastic. Um, it's going to be gladness, joyful. Uh, so that that kind of defines whether we're experiencing abundance or not. Uh, because right, there, there's, right. there's this element of it's well with me. Now remember, uh, when we say that, it doesn't mean I've pulled you out of the world and now you're completely absent of any trouble. It's while you're walking into the promises, while you're walking mm-hmm. in the world that you live in, where you're going to have trouble and, and difficulty, it still will be well with your soul and well for right. you because I'm going to thrill your heart like like he just did today. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you uh, joy for that. You'll be joyful along the path. And abundance, right. and this is important. And even in the midst of it all, yeah. Yeah, so that uh, the path of God um, isn't a destination. It's a way of living, walking. It's always going to be mm-hmm. moving. You're always stepping forward. There's always differences. He doesn't say when you get to a certain point, it'll go well. Uh, I'm going to deliver. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deliver abundance along the path. You can be joyful along the path, even while I'm transforming you, or even while I'm uh, delivering that promise uh, where you're in that liminal space, so that. Uh, we can kind of identify, and that's really a question, is are you enjoying the life of the walk of God? Uh, and that's a pretty fundamental right. question that um, 
uh, Lynn and I keep making sure that we answer, you know, what's the answer to that? And then people, our leaders, uh, people that we come across is, yeah, I understand. I understand the trouble you have. I said, but are you enjoying your walk with God? Uh, If you are, well, then it's going to go well for you because you know it's going to be resolved. The issue is going to get resolved. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing's going to happen. I am going to get to that promise. Uh, We can trust it because it'll go well for you. Um, And then as we uh, look at uh, one more verse, this is cool. Uh, Go to Genesis 39, uh, 5 and 6. Genesis 39, 5 and 6. From the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in house and field. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge. And because of him, he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. Okay. All right. So uh, the Egyptian, now think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wound up down in, uh, uh, think, <laughs> how did, how did uh, Joseph wind up in Egypt? That was how, I mean, he was thrown in a pit and (laughs) sold off and all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole story is amazing, but he had, he, uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever either seen or been exposed to, uh, Joseph and the, and the, uh, dream coat technical or dream coat. Yes. Yes. Uh, which was a play, uh, actually Donny Mm -hmm. Osmond, uh, Donny Osmond played him, uh, on Broadway and, uh, but he had a dream that he had this coat of many colors and everybody bowed down to him. And his, his brother said, we're not doing that. They uh, were not fans of yeah, that dream. <laughs> that, uh, you, you know, you pipsqueak, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get, and so they dump him in a hole and they, they told his dad that he was dead. Uh, he was, so he winds up in Egypt. He's in a, he's in a foreign place. He's not in Israel. He's not amongst the Jewish, uh, uh developing right. Israel for, uh, family. He's in a foreign place. So Egyptians, uh, they didn't, they didn't, they, they thought of a higher order, but it was all these different gods uh, that they had, right. that they had developed. Um, uh, and so they didn't have any clue what it meant to follow God. Uh, now Joseph did. Okay. So what does this say here? Uh, Pharaoh's house in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Was, right. ble- was blessed and now it was re- blessed because of Joseph. Okay. Right. Why, why was he blessed for Joseph's sake? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now think about how cool this is. Um, why was Pharaoh blessed? Because of the promises that God made Joseph. And in order to bring those about, God was blessing Pharaoh's house because that's what he needed to do to bring this along. Yeah, to bring and so the promise and along. so when you think of abundance, uh, there's a there's a, an element to it that we need to adopt, and that is this: <laughs> you are the conveyor of God's blessing, mm-hmm. right. uh, and abundance is going to flow through you, all because it's really interesting. You're standing next to this situation to this person who isn't even a believer. So it's not about, right. well, is Pharaoh following the covenant? He's not. He doesn't even right. under, he didn't have any clue what it is. But Joseph does. And because he's standing next to Joseph, well, it I see. flows through to and him. He, and he saw yeah. it. He understood it because he knew that Joseph was Hebrew. He knew that he was a follower mm-hmm. of the Hebrew God. 
he said, well, because, <laughs> because you're getting blast, I'm getting blast. And so I tell you mm-hmm. what, uh, how about if I just give you everything to take care of and I won't even, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to eat and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Uh, because the abundance flowed over to those that are standing next to you. Um, and by the way, this is this is what's so, and I wish I wish I could tell everybody this. I think of families that are in great disarray, conflict, mm-hmm. opposition. I'm actually trying to avoid you. Uh, I don't want to be around you. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm saying, man, you got it all backwards. Uh, if you could just realize that God's blessing is available to you, instead of moving away from it, stand next to the person who's receiving it, you're going to get it. And you don't even have to do anything. You just got to stand next to him. Uh, And of course, Joseph, or Pharaoh, um, he wasn't coming against him. And he didn't say, well, you're going to have to, uh, you know, uh, have all these things uh, be uh, required of you. I see something. I'm standing next to you, and I'm getting blessed because of you. Uh, I think I'll just let you take care of it all. And he did. Right. So think about the blessing that even Joseph had even further, which, by the way, we know something. What happened? Mm-hmm. He has a, That uh, ends up being provision, provision for a later and everything else. For, yeah. his, for his family in Israel uh, because of right. what I gave you with the favor of abundance. So that uh, it's, a, right. it's, a, it's a beautiful truth that uh, abundance will overflow uh, and mm. God has a heart to do that. And see, he doesn't say, well, the people next to you, they're going to have to earn it themselves. He said, interesting enough, if they just mm-hmm. if they just stand with you and don't oppose you, they're going to get mm. blessed as well. So the implication of that is when you think particularly of employees and companies, is the company and the bosses and the associates can yeah. be being blessed Interesting enough, because you're bringing it in there, um, and that's why right. it's so critical for me to be in the and covenant. And it glorifies God in it the midst of it. Glorifies God, you know? and and I have to be walking in the covenant, and and the benefit will be if the company's doing well, well then I'm going to do well, and it's a symbiotic mm-hmm. relationship. So we'll pick this up again next time. We're going to get into uh, right. the, the next section, which will be restoration. This is going to be a big one because everybody is in a spot of mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I got some problems. I got some things I've lost. Things aren't working too well. And one of the beautiful privileges of the covenant is, well, how about if I restore it uh, right now? And that'll be a cool thing. So we'll pick it up again uh, tomorrow and uh, have a great uh, day. If you have questions, you know, send them to afjministry.com. We'd love to get them or on the YouTube uh, comments section and uh, uh, keep keep helping people uh, really understand because this is such a critical thing. You know, we really yes. urge you to uh, spread the spread the word just for people to start hearing it and uh, them getting into the word and beginning to realize how beautiful it is. So, Kathy, we will see, you, see you tomorrow. Sounds great. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great afternoon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, 
God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.